What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and now TV! Today, we are talking about the first episode of the new season, or just, I guess, yeah, it's the new season, or whatever the heck they consider this, of Dexter, called Dexter New Blood. We're talking about episode one, Cold Snap. Joining me today is a fellow Dexter head, the one half of DNA Gaming, the wonderful Angela. The better half. The better half. There we go. That's what we're going to have to do every every week for this show. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you. This is, I've, like I said, we've been doing this show for a while now and finally getting to jump into TV. And I'm excited that this thank is the you. first show that we get to uh, talk about. I was nervous when I said we were going to do Dexter and you got all excited. I was like, yes, we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I have. I love Dexter. I literally, I mean, I literally, I had to break out all eight seasons. I have them all on DVD that I bought nice. years ago. And then I have the first novel because the show is, or the original show is based on novels. There's more than one, but that's the very first one. I had to I had to have my little backdrop here of, you know, what we're talking about today. But yeah, we're talking about episode one, Cold Snap. What did we think of this episode? Oh, it just it just brought back what I loved about it to begin with. Like I, I was worried that it wasn't going to meet my expectations because you know you just can't beat the original sometimes but i think i think it, they're going in the right direction yeah it this was definitely a good way of, of coming back it wasn't like you know things weren't just happening automatically you kind of you get this slow movement through what is he up to now who is he i love how they throw some curveballs curveballs at you yeah. Uh, you know, but you're pretty much seeing like what, you know, spoilers for the prior eight seasons of Dexter. But if you haven't seen the show, we're going to spoil it right now. So we'll put a little bit of spoils for at least for we're not going to spoil this episode yet, but we're going to spoil some stuff that happened in the prior seasons. Uh, pretty much a lot of shit happens. A lot of people disregard the, the final season because even me as somebody who loves this show, Dexter season eight was not great. Uh, it kind of ended as I think it, I think the way that Dexter fans felt when that season came out was kind of how Game of Thrones fans felt when the final season of Game of Thrones came out. It just was underwhelming. It kind of like rushed things and it I feel like they just lost their luster and they just needed to end it somehow. When I found out they were redoing this or they weren't redoing it, but what they were going to do a final as of right now, this is a 10 episode season and this is it. As of right now, we know how things go. If it's successful, sometimes they're like, we're coming back. I love how they how they kind of brought things back in, how they weaved. You know, they didn't ignore what season eight did. Which I appreciate, even though it wasn't a good season, they still like, listen, we know we fucked up. But we got to own up to it. So but we're going to try to end it the right way. And I hope that's how this season goes. So. Oh, the setting, the way the show looks, especially now that it's set in more of a cold environment compared to Miami. 
I love the mm-hmm. color that, you know, my, you know, Dex, the original Dexter show was so bright and colorful because it was in Miami. Like everything yep. popped. Now we're in a colder environment where things are kind of more muddled, but it just looks so good. And man, Michael C. Hall looking good, looking good after eight years away. Right. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. That's non spoilers before we jump into the spoilers. Listen, this is going to be probably our shortest show ever because we're, we're not going to be going into some crazy huge, you know, um, you know, conversation about it. We're just going to pretty much talk about the, the episode and that's it. Just so, you know, we don't have an episode that's two hours long, like our episode that's coming out this week. <laughs> but Dan's not that's here, not so the show, the show is, the show is going to be shorter. Yes. So we blame Dan for all the longer episodes. Okay, cool. He talks too much. <laughs> so yeah, so if you haven't watched Dexter New Blood episode one, make sure to go watch it and then come back and watch the rest of this uh, this episode because we're about to spoil the show. So we're gonna, I'm going to find a way to get a spoiler alert blinking on the screen for you. And here we go. I'm going to give you guys a couple seconds and then we're going to start. <sighs> All right. This opens up. I love the way it just kind of goes right into Dexter's everyday life. What he's doing. Just kind of normal everyday stuff. He lives out in the boonies. He's doing stuff around the house. He owns freaking farm animals. He's yeah. he, he's ice fishing. He's he lives in an awesome cabin. He just he's he's living the secluded life. And this is where we get our first little uh like curveball because he's driving to town in his truck, which is a cool truck, by the way. I'm not gonna say I think yeah. it's a Ford. Dan's not here to give me the exact make and model of this truck, but I believe it's a Ford. We'll go with that. So yeah. he's, he's going down the road and then a cop pulls up, turns the lights on. He's got to pull over and you're like, oh, oh man, this is crazy. What's going to happen? And you find out that, you know, the cop and him are in a relationship because they start doing it in the back of her cruiser. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, okay, this is, yeah. This is very different from the way that uh, Dexter was in the other the other show. He was very he didn't like to be involved with anybody because of what he was. So if you're new to Dexter and you're just watching this saying, fuck it, I'm not going to watch the show or whatever. Never heard of Dexter, but you want to watch this. Uh, Dexter is a serial killer, but Dexter is a serial killer of like he only kills bad people, like people who got away with you know, murder or just crimes where he feels that, you know, death is justified. He doesn't just kill. He's not like your typical serial killer who just kills for pleasure or whatever that stuff. Well, I guess he gets pleasure out of his killings, but he, but he feels justified because it's somebody who doesn't deserve life in this. Yeah. So it like in the prior seasons, he has, he has his relationships. Um, he has a kid, but it was it was very weird because he was a very active in his serial killing life. And so he had to try to balance those things where in, in this uh, as you know, about 85 percent of this episode, he hasn't killed since he officially since Dexter Morgan officially died. And I say that in air quotes 
because he's not dead. If you've ever seen the final shot of the last season, he doesn't die. He's got a new name. His name is Jim Lindsay, which is a, uh, it's the original author of the book. His name, uh, Jeff Lindsay. So they just kind of, it's kind of like an homage to the original author, which I liked. I really liked the fact, so in the original show, they, uh, Dexter's subconscious was his father, Harry, or his stepfather, adopted father, mm-hmm. where in this, it's his sister. Which, how'd you, how'd you, how'd you like that? I was like, wait, isn't she dead? I'm like, did I miss something? Right? You're like, okay, did they, did they retcon? Did they retcon the eighth season? Are we getting Deb? Like, no, fortunately not. It's, it's again, instead of it being Harry, it's now Deb. Deb is, so Harry in the original show, uh, so Harry was Dexter's adopted father, who pretty much so he had an urge to to kill things and harry was the one who trained him on how to be the proper serial killer i don't know how that works proper serial killer another air quote for that (laughs) air (laughs) proper but yeah he pretty much taught him if you're gonna kill kill these are the type of people you need to kill deb is the opposite she is urging him to stay sober let's say he did, he hasn't killed in eight years she's preventing like she's like listen you're doing great stick with this and make sure you don't get like if anybody comes fr- up from your past do not get involved with them because you know how it all ends and I love that scene when w- his son comes he figures out it's his son how, how, how early did you figure out that it was him had a feeling it was somebody that knew him that was looking for him. I honestly thought it was um, what's her face's kids, his previous oh, one of the relationship. Two, yeah, one of one the two of the kids. Two. I can't remember their names right now. It's been so long. It's been so long. I know. I can't. Ago. I can't remember their kids. But I honestly thought it was one of them because I didn't think that Harrison was old enough. See, I don't remember how old he was at the end of the original series and this is eight years later. So I was I'm thinking he's like 16. So he, oh. he was probably like eight somewhat. Cause I know that yeah. I know in the original series, it kind of jumped in time. Like it wasn't yeah. like every season was a new year. It was, yeah. it jumped in, in years. But I, I, I think I immediately was like, I, this is Harrison. Actually, my wife said, is that his son? I was like, I don't know, but I have a really strong feeling that it is. And it ends up being his son. But, you know, his son comes looking for Dexter, you know, asking for Dexter Morgan. He's like, I don't know who you're talking about because Deb is telling him, don't get involved because you know that people, like the people die around you that yes. you love. And Ugh. she's naming all the people from the prior show that have died. I think it was Dokes. I don't know why she named Dokes. He didn't give a shit about dokes. <laughs> so, and if you want to know who dokes is, everybody, he is literally a living meme. He's the surprise, surprise motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> that is yeah. dokes from Dexter. But she named he names dokes, uh, LaGuerta, which man, I don't even remember her. Di- I didn't remember her dying. I got to rewatch the I, original series. He and uh, yeah, 
I, who else? Who else is, does she name before she does herself? Oh, Rita, his his yeah. wife. And then she, and it wasn't like she just goes me. She literally lifts her shirt up. So in the original, the the final season, the final couple episodes. So Deb gets shot. She goes into a coma and she dies. Dexter throws her into the ocean and then he speeds away and dies because there was a hurricane hitting Miami. It was a mess. That season was a mess. But so she she reaches down and she digs her fingers into her stomach and pulls out the bullet and goes me as the final person that died because of, you know, because he got too close. I thought it was a really cool scene. He, you know, Harrison goes away. He doesn't bend to it until the very end of the episode, which I thought was really cool because Dexter is trying to build a new life. You know, he's got someone he, you know, he's involved in a relationship. He's got a, you know, in his eyes, he's got a good job. He's got a good, you know, living arrangement with all the things that he does. He enjoys. I think he's, he enjoys not killing, but he's also, he gets the urge all the time. That's why he goes out hunting. There's scenes, a few scenes in this where he's running through the woods and he aims his gun at this beautiful white deer, which I've never seen a white deer in my life, but this deer is beautiful. <laughs> and he it's doesn't. Horribly CG. Oh yeah, it's definitely CG. <gasps> but I just, the, the image, it reminds me, uh, there, there's a scene in God of War, the newest God of War, where Kratos and Atreus are hunt are hunting, and they run into this beautiful white deer. It's kind of the same scene, but yeah. they end up killing it. <laughs> I mean, this one ends up dying too, but not by Dexter's hand, because Dexter, I think, this is the way of kind of suppressing his urge to kill. He gets himself to, like, the max, and then he can, he's able, because he's able to pull himself out of it, he feels like he's winning. But you always got to have this douchebag coming into town and ruin all the fun. I hated him. This guy, I was so happy when, when he, they offed him. Yeah. But I love that it wasn't just like he comes in, causes an issue with Dexter, and then Dexter kills him. There was a whole thing. And I loved every bit of it. Like, you first see this guy. I, gotta, I can't remember what his name was. Like Cal Calorin or something. What was your name, buddy? Uh, where are you? Oh my god! Of course, I'm not gonna be able to see it. Sorry for the pause, people. I'm trying to get some. I'm trying to figure out this dude's name. What was the um... character's name? Matt Caldwell. Uh, played by Steve Robinson. Never heard of this guy, but he did a really good job of playing a piece of shit. <laughs> Very good job of playing a piece it? of shit. He comes into town. He is the son. You find out he's the son of this like major. Is he an oil tycoon? I think so. I think the it's the one that they're protesting. Mm -hmm. I think that's his dad. So, yeah, so they're uh, he's the son of this very rich man. And he wants to buy a gun and of course you know Dexter does it the right way Dexter works at Fred Sporting Goods which you know it's this little tiny ring you know he lives in a, a rinky dink town in the middle of New York I think it's called Iron Lakes mm -hmm. and yeah he he's just like a, a desk he's like a, just a clerk at this little sporting goods store well this guy comes in tries to buy a gun 
he really instead of buying like a typical hunting gun he or hunting rifle he buy he wants to buy literally a machine gun like this i i like i said dan ain't here to tell me exactly what model this gun is but it's a a gun you wouldn't commonly use for hunting um i don't know i don't know my guns as good as he does i know should have should took notes. She should have asked Dan before we were we did this. Yeah, <laughs> get all the right information. Me? What is this? That's okay. So yeah, so he does the proper procedure of a you know putting him through the system because you got to have a background check and he gets put on a hold, and the guy gets pissed off. He's like, "Oh, you can't break the you can't break rules." Blah blah blah. Well, the, you know, yeah. Jim, Jim, he's got all you know, Jim the rule guy, and you're like, I hate this guy already and it's only been 30 seconds so he leaves and he runs into him a bunch of times and this is where you can see that Dexter started to unravel because of the way this guy is he thinks he literally owns the town because everybody even like everybody in the town loves his father even though his father is not a very nice man himself he sees him again at a bar when he goes out with his with his girlfriend Angela who is the cop (laughs) And yeah, he's like, you know, just being a drunk and doing stupid stuff and that you could just, and still you're seeing these things like Dexter just starting to like, he's trying to stay in under control. Like he's trying to suppress his feelings because in prior, in the prior show, this was, this was prime for him. Like he saw somebody like this, that was his target. He then would go hunt and get this guy and immediately kill him where this was like slowly it was Dexter trying to, He's like, no, I'm not going to get back into it. And even Deb, you know, is, is feeding into it too. She's like, I know she's like, ignore this guy. He's nothing like, just leave it alone. Like there's no point in, in doing anything about this. But then you find some, find out some information about this guy that he was involved in a boating accident. He at first he was, you're told he wasn't driving the boat. And so five people died. And he was drunk and, but he wasn't driving. So he's a good guy. He didn't do anything wrong. It was whoever he was with, blah, blah, blah. Well, you find out when the background check comes through for the gun and Dexter has to bring like the, the, the guy who owns the shop is like, Dexter, I need you to deliver this. Like, why can't the guy come pick yeah. it up? I'm not, why do I have to go? Right. And this doesn't mean this, and this definitely doesn't help Dexter's feelings because he goes to this dude's house to drop off this gun and he runs into one of his, uh, the friend that came to the sporting goods shop with him, Bill. And Bill's got a, like a scar on his face cause he was involved in the boating accident. And he's they, at first they walk in and freaking uh, Matt and this, the girl a girl that you find out Dexter knows from the town are just banging it out in the bedroom. And, yep. and Bill is so pissed and he's so like, because he's been, he, you find out that he's been covering for Matt, that Matt was the one driving and that Matt purposely caused the entire incident, killing all those people. And that's, and 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 Bill's like doing lines of Coke in front of Dexter. Like it's a bad scene, but it was to be honest, the actor who plays Bill, Charlie Thurston, he did a fantastic job in this scene. I thought just the, the, all these emotions like him trying to be cool. Then he's breaking down. He's doing the drugs and and then he and then immediately he's like, dude, it's got to stay between us, all right? And you're like, yeah. okay, yeah. sure thing. I'll try my best. 
Oh, yeah. also, I got to mention uh, Fred Jr., the the guy who owns the the son of the guy who owns Sporting Shop. Love him. Uh, he's talking yeah. about him and his him and his husband <laughs> getting a dog. In the name it was Garfield. Who names it? He wants to name his dog after a cat. <laughs> yeah, this dude was uh, great. I love it. You could tell this place doesn't get a lot of business because he's over there playing with like squeaker toys. <laughs> Uh, great, great little side character. Doesn't do much, but he's he's good for where he's at. We find out that Angela's got a daughter too. Like this, this woman looks really young, and she has a daughter who's like in high school. I'm like, all right, yeah, all right. Because mm-hmm. Audrey was her daughter, right? The one who was at the protests, and she comes up. She's like, "You have a math test today. What are you doing here?" That was yeah. her daughter. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because because before she looks at like her ring camera and sees that like she's inviting a bunch of people over, and she's so nonchalant about it. She's like. That's more people when she said, I gotta go. Like, I'd be like, whew, I'd be going home like, get the out of my house. Right? Oh, man, I'm not looking forward to that time. It's just call the cops on him. I mean, she's... Right? She's underage. <laughs> Mom, you called the cops on him? Yeah. I <laughs> right? am the cop. I am the cop. She just comes in like, yeah. But yeah, we get... um we also get the scene where the Matt's father like literally rents out the tavern that everybody goes to. And Dexter's pissed because he can't get his tuna sandwich. Yep. Everybody's protesting about <laughs> And he's like, man, I just want to get my tuna sandwich. I can't even get there. Yeah. It's it's great. Uh, I love how everybody kind of knows each other. It's a very close knit community. Yeah. Like, you know, we don't know exactly how long Dexter's been here, but everybody knows him. He is. He's. That he's worked two years, right? Two or three years. So he's been there for long enough to learn everybody. Yeah. And everybody know him. So so yeah, we uh we we meet Matt's dad. He comes out and he's very, you know, businessman like and he's trying to appeal to the protesters, but no one's having it. He like buys hot chocolate for everybody and Audrey just crushes it or pours it out which is great we then but then it starts things are starting to unravel with Dexter as he keeps seeing this hooded figure coming around which you later find out is uh, his son Harrison and he then after Dexter finds out that about the Matt thing about how Matt is the one who caused the crash and killed all those people. It's uh it's go time. And well, actually, no, this isn't what causes causes the issue. So Dexter does his normal things. Like the third time you see this in the show, in the episode is when Dexter's running through the snow again. And he, you know, he goes to aim at the deer and instead he nicely walks up to the deer to pet it or just to, you know, be close to it. And then a shot comes in. And earlier in the episode, we get a we get a, a a cool shot where Dexter's bringing the gun to Matt, and Matt takes it out and stuff, and then uh, Dexter disarms him, smashes him in the face. But it's all yes. just it's all just in his head. It's just what he wants to do to this guy because this dude is just he just sucks. This is a typical piece of shit. Yeah, and this guy played it really well, so I, I got to give it to yeah. him. I, you know, yeah, as much as I say it. the character is a piece of shit, the the guy who plays him did a fantastic job well it's the same situation so that we find out that 
Matt is the one who shoots the deer. He comes up. He's like, Jim, Jim, you know, being all buddy, buddy with him. And just Dexter just pops him. Knocks him out. And then you get the really before it even cuts to the next scene, it shows that Dexter's got to hide the clue, like hide the evidence. So he cuts the deer's throat to hide the blood splatter from Matt's face. And he drags him away and you get to see Dexter prep do his prep room, which was always one of the best parts of every episode of Dexter was him prepping his room. Where in the old show, he already had all the supplies up and ready. He had everything to go. He has to improvise now because he hasn't done this in so long. He's trying not to do this, but this mad guy just tipped him over the edge. And so he's yep. like, he cuts the pl- the plastic he uses is off the top of his like greenhouse. Mm-hmm. And he's got the duct tape. He tapes, the, he tapes Matt to the table. And he also get, he also goes back to doing his thing where he takes, always takes a sample of blood from every victim yep. or every, you know, killer that he kills. And he t- uses a, just a piece of glass from like a lantern, which I yeah. thought it was really cool. But then by the end, he's like, I don't need souvenirs. Any- I'm not, I don't need souvenirs anymore. And he just discards it. But I love the whole interaction between him and Matt once Matt wakes up and he pretty much admits to everything that he is. He's like, you're a serial killer. He's like, yeah, I used to be. Oh, well, no, I still am. And he's like, dude, oh, you know, you know, she's trying to bribe Dexter to let him go. And he's like, dude, we are way past this. You know who I am. You've seen me. What am I supposed yep. to- What do you think I'm going to do? You're going to go to, you're going to go tell somebody. So no, it's too late for you. You're going to die. And then that's when Matt turns again and he just, just calls him all the names. And then Dexter, that's what just justifies Dexter to make the final kill. And then we also get to see him just dismember Matt. And I love the shot where you see him throw the head in the bag. Just like it's nothing. Just Yes. And I love how he has to find, you know, his his last dumping spot was always in the middle, like out in Miami Bay. And there's actually a whole season of Dexter that has to do with people discovering his little dump spot. Well, he has to improvise. He's got to find a new spot because he doesn't have that. But he does live on a lake. And it's cold here all the time. So and who's going to come looking? So he decides he's going to dump it into the hole. That's in the middle of the lake. The we all earlier in the episode, though, we got that really weird thing where he's like dreaming of Deb. Like he goes out to the the little flag comes up on the hole in the in the yeah. He goes over and he's pulling it up. And he's like really struggling, and then he and then it's Deb bursts out, and then a freaking got- creepy like swamp thing comes and grabs her and pulls her back in. I was like, yeah. That got me. <laughs> what the hell? All right. You got like, I was like a little jumpy there, but yeah, some creepy imaging uh, imagery. Uh, the, the use of Deb in this was great. The way that she is trying to persuade him to stay clean. Mm-hmm. It's like an, you know, he's an addict. He's, this is his addiction is killing, but at least he's killing the people who deserve to die. That's the whole, the whole point yeah. of Dexter. So yeah, so he kills Matt, dismembers him, puts him, you know, disposes his body, and then he kind of turns on the whole letting Harrison back in. And I love when he's going to his truck and Deb's like, what are you doing? 
and he's like not listening to you anymore. He gets in his truck and goes. He goes to the bus station and to, you know tells Harrison, he's like, I am Dexter Morgan. I am your father. Come stay with me. I really hope they tell us in future episodes whatever happened to Hannah because they do mention her. Deb mentions her. Uh, so she is, you know, still somewhere. I hope, I really hope she comes back because I love the actress who plays, she's in uh, The Handmaid's Tale. Yvonne Shavatsky, I think is her name. She's fantastic. I hope she makes an appearance. I really hope we do see some more people from his past show up. But also, in a way, I'm kind of like, I'll be okay if all 10 of these episodes have nothing to do with anybody else in the prior show. Like, if, you know, Harrison's here, even maybe Hannah shows up because of the fact that uh, Harrison was with her. But other than that, like, I'm kind of tossed. I'll be, I would be like, holy shit, if other characters from the past came up. But I'd also be like, all right, I'm okay if no one else showed up. So I'm kind of like in the middle. I did see a spoiler and I'm, Sad that I saw it. I, I'm staying away. I'm just, I accidentally clicked on episode two and I looked at the cast and I was like, nope, got to scroll up. I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. But yeah, do we have any, uh, any final thoughts on, on, uh, on episode one? What are we looking I, forward to? I hope Deb stays as that annoying little fly in his ear. Cause I liked at the end where but right before he kills Matt, like he's he's fighting, he's got the knife above his head, he's got it rested there. He's like, okay, I'm gonna hear him out. Then he's like, nah, I'm done. Mm-hmm. So but he's, you can see him; he's still trying to fight it because he knows once it happens, he's done. Oh, I can't wait. I just I just want more. I'm so excited. Yes. Uh-huh. What? A, so yeah. So Deb comes. Deb staying. I really yeah. I really hope she sticks around. You know trying to convince I think she's always going to be that annoying person I mean she's literally one of people like when people talk about the prior show Deb is one of those people that a lot of people talk about and say she's so annoying she's so annoying and I always loved Deb because she was so much she was so out there and she said fuck a lot and I can appreciate that (laughs) I can can appreciate that yeah exactly Jennifer Carpenter's a fantastic actress, and I'm excited for the way that they kind of did that little twist. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited for what's to come. I hate that I gotta wait another, you know, well, not really a full okay. week. By the time this this will be out on Wednesday, you guys will see this episode Wednesday morning. Uh, and yeah, and then Sunday every Sunday is a, a new episode, and we'll be talking about it every week because. Why not? Right. Other than that, uh, we do have a, a new podcast episode coming out on Friday. We were talking about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And then, yeah, we have other shows in the future. But um, it was it was good to just come and sit down and talk to somebody who likes something like a show. We can finally get the show part of this started of this channel. I'm excited. Yeah. Angela, where, where can people find you on social media? Oh shit! You do this to me every time, and you think that I can remember this? <laughs> Got to write it down. Just have it, have it like sticky noted on your desk. When <laughs> when Brett asks me what, <laughs> um, I am I run our our DNA Twitter account, so it's uh at DNA DNA Gaming underscore one, and we're on Twitch. 
uh, DNA underscore gaming one. I got it. Yeah, it's links will be in the description for that. I am uh, at Parker Dissects on Twitter, Parker Dissects on Instagram, and also make sure to go follow Dissect That Film on Twitter and Instagram, and make sure to drop a like, comment on the video about your thoughts on Dexter, episode one of New Blood, and subscribe to the channel because we're, you know, we're trying to get those hundred subs- uh, subs. I can't talk, but that's normal for this show. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We will see you all next week as we talk about episode two. Until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is the better half of DNA Gaming, Angela. And this is Dissect That Film. Bye.